welcome to You're the Head and Not the Tell podcast with your host, Bishop Mark A. Nicholson. This podcast offers you an inspirational word to illuminate your walk with God. Just as God called Abraham to walk with him, he's making a call to you to walk with him. So now, prepare your hearts for what the Lord would say to you today. There's always going to be room for a godly father. As a mentor, I mentor many young men, and it's unfortunate that their, their pain and their, their gripe is, you know, my dad's never there for me. And they feel uncomfortable about even talking about it with me. But when they do get that chance and feel comfortable enough to do such, you can hear the anger and the pain, what it would feel like as they play football, knowing on the sideline, dad's shouting. Or while they're swimming on the sideline, dad's cheering them on. Or even attending class, finding out how they're doing in school. You could hear the pain, that miss of that relationship in having a father around. And so I, I, I would like to talk about, you know, the characters, the characteristic of a, of a godly father. You know, when you read St. John's 21, it talks about the essence of this scripture. The essence of this scripture was Jesus asking Simon Peter if he loved him and asked him on not just one, but on three separate occasions because he wanted to know the level of his commitment as the gospel will be left into his hands in the very near future. You know, I believe that Jesus needed to be sure that Peter was committed. And there's that word, committed. The, many of the young men that speak to me, they, they would always say, yeah, dad's never committed. He promised to come on this day, never turns up. I just forget about it. Commitment, commitment. You know, that word is beautiful to be committed. But it becomes... So it's hostile when somebody doesn't want to take that responsibility of being committed. So, you know, it was there where Jesus needed to be sure that Peter was committed. Hence, that's why he asked him three times if he loved him and to feed the lamb and the sheep. He just needed to know that, you know, that the ministry was going to be left in safe hands. I always ask and they say, let's not have the long the Lord asking us numerous times if we're going to be committed to his work. And so my job, I try my best to make sure that we look at the characteristics of a of a godly father. And you know, the prodigal son's father really comes to mind. I mean, there we see a display of a, an exquisite father who were mistreated, misunderstood, disregarded, disgraced, lack of respect towards him, still maintained the love he had for his son. You know, and I think there's a few godly attributes that I saw in this godly father that really makes me feel, you know, I want to step up to the plate and be just that and better. Can you imagine the son turning around to his father and says, Father, give me my portion. I'm talking about the prodigal son. 
Give me my portion. I know, and dad, it's not said in details, but the Bible says he divided his portion. Now, you know, in those days, an inheritance was only given to you when you were dead. But the audacity and the embarrassment. Give me my import, give me my portion now. And the Bible says that this godly father shared the inheritance and gave it to his son. You know, if I'm going to say, and I can't find any trace in the scriptures, but if I'm saying the godly father showed a trace, a good attribute, which was he knew how to control his temper. And I would say a godly father is one who can control his temper. Look how blessed he was. He knew God. He loved God. There's nothing in the scriptures saying that he got angry and started to hold him by the lapels and, and, and roughed him up a bit and says, how dare you? There's nothing written that he controlled his temper. And you know, many, many of us would get crazy and mad. How dare you do this? But I believe a godly father should be able to control one's temper, not shout, not look down. But everything I read there he was able to keep his temper. Just look, a godly father is one who controlled his temper. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estates. So he divided his property between them. And you can read that in Luke 15, 12. He did that. He gave him his portion. He looked at that child and says, he's going through stuff at the moment. never showed any hard feelings, controlled his temper. I think that's a great attribute for any father to control one's temper. I believe a godly father is one who make love impressions on his children. The Bible says this young man, after disgracing his father, said when he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired men have food to spare and here I am starving to death I will set out and go back to my father and say to him father I have sinned against heaven and against you so he got up and went to his father I'm telling you a godly father will make lasting impressions on you I believe if that father hadn't made great impressions on his son, his son would never have come to himself and reflected that look at home, look how life is much more easy and comfortable. I didn't need to get myself in this position. I believe his father made an impression on him that the life that he's living now was not the life he intended for his son. That's an impression. It sometimes will make us wake up, smell the coffee, as it were. The Bible says he got up. His father had made such an impression on him. He couldn't stay in that same position. He had to get up. And that's what I try to do and we should do as fathers. Make such an impression on our sons that they would say, you know, I don't want to be like anybody else's dad, but like my dad. That's the impression that my father, that's what he brought me up 
to be. That's how he gave me good morals and good direction. Those are impressions. And I believe every godly father should try their best to imprint godly impressions on our sons. I really do get quite serious about this. It's important that we make impressions that our sons can relax and think, you know what, dad wouldn't have done that. That's not how I was brought up. Godly impressions are one that will be in their DNA. They even come against it themselves when they find I'm doing this, I shouldn't do it, because that's the impression a godly father impresses on their son. That is what took him to the point where he had to get up and go home. The impression, what he saw, didn't stack up to the impression that his father had left on him. And here's another godly um, characteristics. A godly father is one who's not afraid to show affection. The Bible says, and he was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. Isn't that something? The father was not afraid to show affection. You know, sometimes we, we, we hold back from holding our sons and squeezing them and telling them those beautiful words. I love you. Well done. I'm in support of you. The Bible says when the man saw his son afar off, he ran towards him, threw his hands around him and did what? Kissed him, showed affection. We need to know how to show affection to our children. Son, I've missed you. You were part of me and showed that by holding him, loving him, caressing him and kissing him, said, son, thank God you're safe. That again is a godly impression. It's a great godly characteristic. We can show affection. And the um, other characteristic of a godly father, a godly father is one who loves all his children equally. Doesn't matter how many children you have, I, I, I tend to run away from the whole idea that you're my favorite, you're my favorite. Because sometimes it can bring problems. I don't want to go back to Joseph. <laughs> but you could see a godly father is one who would love all his children equally. Because he says, but we have to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost. And now he has been found. So he had to say to his son, I know you didn't leave me. I know you didn't walk out on me. I know you were still here. But yet still at the end of the day, I still love you too. But our brother's alive. It could be a different story. He said, I still love you too, son. And everything that I have still also belongs to you. Be encouraged. A godly father knows how to control his temper. A godly father is one who would show love impressions on his children. So they carry his DNA, carry his characteristics. Where he could come to himself and say, you know, this is not what my father would have done. A character of a godly father is one who would show affection. Would be able to hug and to love and to kiss and to say, look, I embrace you as my son. I have emotions for you. I think it's important that we bear these characteristics. And the last one is to love our children equally. They all have different attributes. 
bring different characters and makes that room light up when they come in there. A godly character of a godly father is to love all his children equally. I pray that this has really challenged your spirit as we look into the importance of the character of a godly father. You have been listening to You're the Head and Not the Tail podcast by Bishop Mark A. Nicholson. I hope you've been inspired by the word and my prayer is for you to receive wisdom, knowledge and understanding to embrace each day whatever life throws at you. Why not follow me on Facebook, Acts Christian Church, or click the link to support this ministry. Well, until next time, remember, you're the head.